Chapter 26 Supermarket I pulled open the freezer door, then blanked out on what I was looking for. I could feel the cold air wash down my legs as I started the timer on a whole section of frozen supermarket food going bad while I pondered my indecision. I needed to figure out two very important things. What direction should I take for the rest of my life and what to throw into the oven for that night's dinner? I can't believe it. They took everything, I said to Linda. Linda did a 180 with the shopping cart and parked it in front of me. Took what? All the fish sticks? No. They took my paintings. All of them. I reached into the freezer and pulled out a frozen box of lasagna and showed it to her. Lasagna? Why not? She took the box and dropped it into our cart. What paintings? I thought you had them all delivered by those goofy musicians. We headed towards the produce section. I said, I had five paintings that I was working on that I wasn't going to give to Gary. They took them. Linda picked up a box of devil dogs and said while inspecting it, The musicians took your paintings to Gary? No, some art goons. Art goons. I guess Gary didn't react well to my bullshit modern art. He sent two guys to my loft to give me the shakedown. These guys didn't like the fact that I was making fun of expressionism. Gary sent over some art critics to intimidate you? I didn't know who the hell they were. Linda laughed as she placed the devil dogs back on the shelf. Did they have some biting, sarcastic remarks about your work? They wanted to beat me up. They were huge. So they just stole your stuff and walked off? Well, no, I said as I slouched against the shopping cart. They paid me. I thought they wanted to beat you up. That too. They pointed out that my contract said that any paintings I did beyond two a week would only be paid at a reduced rate. What did they pay you? $500. You're complaining that two guys paid you $500 for your work? That's not the point. Those paintings will now go into the fire. I actually wanted those paintings. Linda leaned into me and said in a hushed tone, Quick, give me your phone. I glanced around the store. I said, Why? What's going on? She nodded towards an obese woman riding an electric scooter wearing a Just Lick It t-shirt. This would be a perfect People of Walmart shot. Peopleofwalmart.com is a website filled with photos of odd specimens of humanity that were captured anonymously while wandering around Walmart department stores. The more interesting ones fell into the category of what the hell were they thinking. The Just Lick It t-shirt on this woman clearly placed her in that latter category. But we're not even in Walmart, I whispered back to Linda. Who's going to know? She said as she motioned repeatedly with her hand for me to give her my phone. I laughed quietly. <laughs> no, I said. Just savor the moment. We snickered together like a couple of asshole school kids as we watched the woman disappear down the next aisle. I said, come on, let's get out of here. We loaded what little groceries we had into my Jeep and drove for several minutes in silence listening to NPR on the radio while I brooded about the confrontation I had at my loft. I killed the volume and said to Linda, I won't have a body of work to show. If everything I do goes into the fire, how do I prove to anyone that I'm an artist? Artists who sell their work don't get to keep it. You can't have it both ways. I know. But once my work ceases to exist, I cease to exist. I might as well have painted houses for a living. You would have been paid some pretty good money to paint houses. Nobody remembers the guy who painted the White House back in the 1920s. This is my one shot at immortality, my work. I'll be dead, but hopefully someone will look at one of my paintings and go, oh, that guy. How does that help you if you're dead? You won't be around to appreciate it. 
So I should just take the money and get drunk and not worry about it? Linda laughed. It's worked for plenty of artists in the past. But I need to have my work. At least know that someone appreciates it and didn't use it for a roll of toilet paper. So are you not going to take Gary's money and not paint? I mean, you can stop, right? I can't do that. I need to paint. It's who I am. Can't you paint in private? I tried that. Now I have two art goons who are going to keep tabs on everything I do. How do they even know to find you at the loft? That's a good question. Somebody must have told them I paint down there. We got to my apartment, grabbed the groceries from the car, and walked towards the front door. John was sitting in his usual spot, his nose inches away from a notebook in which he was obsessively scribbling. He never glanced up at us as I searched for my keys. Have you ever met my neighbor John? I asked Linda. Linda craned her neck slightly to get a peek at what John was working on. No. John, this is my girlfriend Linda. Nice to meet you, Linda. He said in a well-rehearsed manner, never looking up from his notebook. I found my key and opened the front door. John lives with his mother, I said to Linda. She makes sure he stays on his meds. He's a very interesting artist. Oh, you're an artist too, John, Linda said, still struggling to get a peek at what he was working on. There was an awkward moment as he continued to draw on his notebook, as if ignoring us. Then he finally said, I like to draw. I could see Linda was dying to see what he's been doing. I said, John, can we see what you're working on? He reluctantly showed us his page. It was covered in finely detailed spirals and circles perhaps mapping out the connections of all the synapses in his brain. Clearly a full day's worth of work. Linda was slightly taken aback by the amount of time that went into John's drawing. That's very interesting, John. He's got an entire bedroom covered with this stuff, I said to Linda as we entered the building. Hey, I'll see you later, John. Wow, he sits there all day? Yeah, I guess it's the one thing that keeps him focused. We got to my apartment. I tossed my keys on the kitchen table and turned on the stove to 350 degrees. Linda went for the TV. What do you think of a movie on demand? I rummaged through what I considered my liquor cabinet, a cupboard space next to the stove. I said, shit, we don't have any wine. Really? She said from the living room. I moved to the doorway. Linda was running through some movie choices with the remote. I said, while I was ranting about my life's work, we were supposed to have gotten... I stopped. There was a blank canvas sitting in the middle of my couch. I picked it up and asked Linda, Did you put this here? No, I've been trying to find a movie. A wave of adrenaline washed over me. I said, I didn't leave this here. Linda glanced up at me with a concerned look, then at the canvas. She also realized what that meant. I went to the closet where I kept the blank canvases. The others had been moved. Somebody's been in here, I said quietly. We went into my bedroom. I pointed to the closet doors. The closet doors are all the way open, I said. I always keep them closed. I gave the inside a quick scan. I said, I don't see anything missing. Who do you think it was? I wouldn't be surprised if it was those art goons. They probably came here looking for more of my work. We went back out to the kitchen. I had a sickening feeling of paranoia as I scanned my apartment for anything else out of place. I said, let's ask John if he's seen anything. We went back outside and approached John, who was still working in his notebook. I asked him, John, did you see two guys entering or leaving the building today? John didn't look up from his work. They took a couch. Perplexed, Linda looked at me and said, Nobody took your couch. I knelt down next to John. John, I said, what were these guys wearing? 
He stopped for a moment and bit down on his pencil. Uniforms? He said slowly. Then continued to draw. Would John think two guys in dark suits look like uniforms? I asked him. John, what did it say on their uniforms? Beckins Van Lines. Frustrated, I glanced at Linda for help. It had always been tricky to get any sort of clear information out of John. I asked him one more time. John, who else came by today? He continued sketching for a moment and stopped. Flag agents. Flag agents? That sounded intriguing. Were they wearing dark jackets? I asked him. Yeah. And sunglasses? Yeah. Why do you think they were flag agents? They had little flags. John pointed to his chest. Right here. Rainbows. I stood up and looked at Linda. Shit, that was them.